Welcome to the Building Healthy Organizations podcast. We understand how the human brain works and how that impacts behavior in the workplace. I'm glad you joined us today for our continued journey to understand how to build a healthy organization. Guess what? We're in a new year. Let me ask you a question. Do you have any uncertainty in your life right now? It would be silly to think that we don't, because so much of life is uncertain. Certainty is having answers to our questions. It's knowing the right direction, uh, the right decisions to make. Uh, but in this moment, there are many things we just don't have answers for. Will the pandemic ever end? And what will things look like then? How will our current economic situation impact us? Why are so many people leaving their jobs? What will happen with our children and their schooling? Is it okay to go to that event or that party? How can I make it work as a single parent? What is going to happen with all of the issues in the news? These are questions that have a great deal of relevance right now. But most of these questions, and even more, are relevant at other times in our lives as well. What's the point of all of this? There will always be uncertainty. It is how we choose to engage that uncertainty that will determine our path and our outcomes. So please hear me in this. This is not me judging you or telling you that you should do better. This is me walking that journey right alongside you, trying to figure out the best way to navigate uncertainty just like you. So question, how much input do you take in every day? Let me define that a little better. How much time do you spend on watching the news, on social media, on listening to the radio, or any other type of, of informational input or even entertainment input. Now think about that. Add that to how many text messages and phone calls or video calls you make every day. And here's another one of the big ones to add to that. How many emails do you get a day? And how many of those do you actually look at? Starts to add up, doesn't it? all of this input that is coming our way. So let's set that aside for just a minute. I just want you to keep those thoughts in mind. Set it aside for a minute. We're going to come back to this a little bit later. So our brains work in a very specific way. Every piece of new information that we take in starts a cascading pathway in our brain. It looks something like this. A new piece of information comes into our brain. Our brain now engages to create two things out of that new information. Meaning and the second is emotions. We are meaning makers. We like to attach meaning and emotions to the new information that comes into our brain. And 
understand that our brains like things that are simple and easy. They don't, our brain doesn't like to put out a lot of extra energy. So our brain wants to categorize things, put it in a, an easy box where we don't have to worry about it. It's categorized. It's set aside. And of course, we know there are problems with that. So if our brain attaches meaning and emotion to every bit of new information that comes in, and of course, that depends on the intensity of the emotion will depend on how much that impacts you, that new piece of information. So let's go back to our previous questions I asked you earlier about the input that you take in every day. How much new information does your brain manage each day? And every time that happens, when your brain takes in that new information, that cascade effect um, starts to apply where meaning and emotion are attached. So it's interesting. I read an article a while ago that was reviewing some research, uh, and it said we get about the same amount of information on a daily basis that our grandparents got in a whole year. I'll say that again in a different way. In one day, we get as much informational input as our grandparents did in 365 days. It's a different world we live in. So here's the challenge. The more our brain is trying to sort out the ever-increasing volume of informational input, trying to assign meaning to all of that, and attach emotions to that, this reduces our internal resources. It's simple math. And remember, our internal resources are the resources that we have to do the things that we want and need to do. It's motivation, it's energy, it's focus, it's time. It's those critical assets that we have. Well, every time new information comes in, some of those assets are used up to manage that new information, the meaning that comes out of that for us, and the emotions that are attached to that. And simply put, our world demands more and more of our cognitive resources right now. And it's just going to increase, creating more potential uncertainty. How? Because we do not budget the time and focus needed to find the answers. We need to develop more certainty in our lives. And the way we do that is to be more intentional about the use of our time, our energy, our focus, how we attach emotions, how we attach meaning to things, and frankly, how much input do you take in on a daily basis? If you are in constant input mode, your brain cannot catch up with assimilating that information and and really thinking through it. So there's a lot of roadblocks to to doing that next step that's so important to living a healthy uh, life with, that's satisfied and fulfilled and you feel like you're accomplishing things and you're motivated. 
There are a lot of roadblocks to that. And let's look at those. What is stopping us from reaching that point? I'm glad you asked. So, as we've talked about already, human beings are meaning makers. We like to attach meaning to things so that it fits into our context, fits into our brain comfortably. We try to make meaning out of information that comes to us. However, many times we don't have all the information about that situation. We may have little bits and pieces of information. So what do we do? We fill in the blanks with story. Story is something we make up or we attach to it to kind of round it out, make it more comfortable for our brain to deal with. So think about that. We tend to close the loop on the informational input that comes in, even though it may be fragmentary, by by just attaching other stuff to it. And that other stuff, most of the time, isn't true or or isn't accurate. That's what our brain likes to do, though, to resolve something so that we can move on to the next thing. But there's a potential danger in doing this by attaching meaning that is partly filled in by our own bias. We approach that situation without true understanding. In that scenario, it will hinder our efforts or even create additional issues that were unexpected or are unwelcomed. So now, add to all of that the emotions that come out of the information and the meaning we attach to it. And then this becomes a very slippery slope, especially if we're making up a lot of story with what what psychologists call confirmational bias. What is that? It means we attach things to the bit of information we know to kind of fill it out that are are more positive toward us and tend to be more negative toward other people or more judgmental of other people. So we may be feeling a certain way about something that keeps us from moving forward. So think about trying to climb an icy hill in your car. You're not getting any traction because of the ice. And the ice could be the emotions that are keeping us from getting the traction we need. So you can see how this starts to create a cycle. You know, it's slippery. We don't really know for sure all of the information. So we're making up something to fill in the blanks. And emotion is attached to that naturally. It just happens. And all of that could create a cycle that keeps us from moving forward, keeps us from getting traction. By now, you may be thinking, wait a minute, I think he's lost his way. Uh, But I am, I'm getting to our topic. It's important to understand how our brains work in a very practical manner so that we can identify patterns in ourselves and in others. And then find a way to better navigate through those roadblocks that keep us stuck. All of this relates back to dealing with uncertainty. We will never have all of the information that we want or need. But the reality is we have a choice to move forward 
even in the face of uncertainty. I think it's important to understand how we can do that. What is uncertainty? It, uncertainty itself is an emotion. It's it's probably more like a group of emotions, to be honest about it. Um, in previous episodes, we've looked at how emotions are a critical part of our lives, our decision-making, our motivation. Emotions impact every part of our lives. Now, we're focused on one of the biggest emotional roadblocks that there are, and that is uncertainty. I have seen uncertainty create the following outcomes in people, and I will state right now, it is because of the choices they made in the face of uncertainty that created these outcomes. What are those outcomes I've seen? It stopped a person from learning. It kept someone from making critical decisions that needed to be made. It limited people's career advancement. It caused someone to lose their job. It destroyed a relationship. It created massive regrets in people. And there are so many, many more limiting and destructive outcomes that come out of allowing uncertainty to freeze us or to react in a way to uncertainty that is that is abnormal behavior or behavior that is that is destructive or behavior that is harmful to someone or to others what is it about uncertainty that does this to people a few powerful emotions related to uncertainty that's that's what trigger people and i'm going to do an episode in the future about emotional triggers we're not going to focus on that today but here are some of the key strong emotions that can trigger people fear fear's a big one what if i do this and fail what if i don't do it what might happen should i wait should i decide fear is a big one what about stress i'm already overwhelmed i can't take on any more i don't know enough to move forward i'm burned out i don't have the resources how about the feeling or the emotion of powerlessness i do not control it there's nothing i can do why should i even try how about skeptical I will believe it when I see it. I don't trust it or them. Prove it to me. These are just a few of the emotions that are related to uncertainty that keep people stuck. But it doesn't have to be that way. Remember what we said earlier about how the brain works. Let's explore that and look for a better pathway to deal with uncertainty a pathway that does not keep us stuck, but that allows us to move forward and even to achieve better outcomes. So how do we find that better pathway when we're faced with uncertainty? We take a more intentional approach. So back to our brain at work, information comes in, we assign 
Wait. Stop right there. This is the first choice point when our brain starts to assign meaning. That is our opportunity to make a choice. We can let our brain run on autopilot, which, by the way, our brains love to do because it uses less energy, or we can engage curiosity before we assign meaning. Why? To make a better choice and to avoid falling into the trap of allowing our preset bias to take over and make the decision for us. Next, after being curious and more intentional in assigning meaning, we have another choice point. What emotion do we allow to attach to that information and that meaning? Remember, this is in the context of uncertainty. We may have one of these uh, less productive emotions like fear, stress, feeling powerless, but those do not have to stay the way that we feel about something. I'll say that again. We may automatically get one of those emotions, but do you choose to live in that emotion or do you choose to move on from it? That's a key choice point. You get to choose the emotions you live in. I'll say that again. You get to choose the emotions you live in, the emotions you want to have, the the emotions you want to hold on to as it relates to something. That is being more intentional about making your choices so that you get a better outcome. I learned a fascinating model from my work with Six Seconds. Um, Six Seconds is the largest emotional intelligence organization and community in the world. Uh, But this model is called the Change Map. It's a graphic model of how people can choose to deal with change. Here's the short version. You can stay stuck in the fear, judgment, frustration cycle, or you can intentionally move to the curiosity, excitement, courage cycle that is far more productive and, frankly, a much more satisfying place to live. Does that change the fact that things are uncertain? No, it doesn't. Does it give you greater control of outcomes? Yes, it does for yourself and those around you. Let's do a quick exercise. I want you to think back on your life. Think of a time you did not move forward with something because of uncertainty, and now you regret that decision. Or maybe it was a lack of decision. So first, in this exercise, again, I'll repeat, think back in your life. Think of a time you did not move forward with something because of uncertainty. So let's not dwell on the loss. Let's, let's focus on the lessons that might be learned from this. What feelings were you having during that time of uncertainty? Take a minute and think about those feelings. If you had chosen the curiosity, excitement, courage cycle, would that have made a difference in the choice that you made? What uncertainty are you facing today? What feelings are you having specific 
to the uncertainty in your life? Are those feelings helping you or are they hurting you? What would you like to feel as you face the uncertainty in your life? How might that change the way you approach uncertainty? This is a good exercise. Take time and reflect. And this goes back to what we talked about earlier in this episode, where we talked about the amount of input you're taking in on a regular basis. And and every time you take in input or information, you are you are attaching meaning to it, you're attaching emotions to it. And that takes time and energy and focus. And the more input you take in, the more you're doing that. And the less time you have, the less resources you have to deal with the more important things in life. Are you being intentional with your most important internal resources, time, focus, energy? This framework, and I know when I listen to someone's podcast or when I watch a YouTube video, what I'm interested in is the frameworks. I'm interested in the how-to. I love the theory, but I really want to see the framework or the solution that they use. It, you know, it's an educational process, right? We're all learning as we go. Then I can take what works for me out of that. I hope that this is one of those frameworks something you can use to be more intentional when you find yourself dealing with uncertainty. As with all things, this is no magic bullet. It's no overnight fix. It's like strength training. You become better and stronger as you work out, as you practice this. The key to this, as with many things in life, comes down to choosing choosing which path you will journey, which emotions you choose to live in. I'll leave you with this. I remember my dad using a phrase I used to hate, (laughs) mainly because it was directed at me most of the time, even though I had brothers and sisters. But now that he's gone, I can truly appreciate the wisdom. So you know what that phrase was? Your attitude determines your altitude. Your attitude determines your altitude. It took me a good portion of my young life to really understand what that meant and, frankly, how true it is. Most things in life are out of our control. Many times, we don't have a choice, but there are some very important things we do control that we are the only ones who can make the choice. You know what those things are? Our attitude, our responses, how we feel about things, the decisions we make, the actions we take. In a world of distraction, of rapid change, and of uncertainty, there is a path that leads to better outcomes in the face of those challenges. You choose where you spend your time, focus, and energy. You choose the meaning that you attach. You choose the emotions you allow to live in your life. 
The legacy you leave will be more about the way you lived your life than the achievements during your life. It's your choice. Choose wisely. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Building Healthy Organizations by EQ Fit. We do understand how the human brain works and how that impacts behavior in the workplace. I hope you'll subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes as we journey together on this pathway to building a healthy organization. Also, check us out on YouTube at the same name, Building Healthy Organizations by EQ Fit. And for additional information, feel free to visit our website, gscfit.com.